Welcome to That Thing with James J. Asher II. I'm your host, James J. Asher II. And today, we're going to write. I'm killing two birds with one stone because uh, it's almost Christmas time. And uh, someone very near and dear to me requested that I write something for them as their Christmas present. And that was about maybe a month, month and a half ago. And I I still haven't written anything. Um, I've not been doing much writing at all this year. And when I try to read, I I barely read very much. Usually, I do the uh, Ty Lopez method of reading four books in a single day. Plus, I have a Lamborghini. But I lost the Lamborghini and the ability to read and write this year. Uh, simply for lack of focus, I suppose. So I'm going to try to turn that around on this episode. I'm going to kill two birds with one stone, record the podcast, and write a story for this person who wants me to write a story. Now, hmm, what the fuck to write? I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to like talk it through with you. Because if you're just, you can't see if you're a, if you're an audio person, you can't see this. And if you're a video person, you're just watching me. And uh, I have not really devoted the time to learn how to record the screen. I mean, I have a general idea, but that's a lot of shit I don't want to do. So I'm just going to write. What the fuck am I going to write? Oh, my God. Is this the first time someone has written on a podcast? I know that some years ago... The author Neil Gaiman did like a 24-hour streaming thing where he wrote a short story while streaming. Well, this is kind of like this, but it's streaming live to tape. Uh, so, story time. Okay, I think I'm just going to go with the character I thought of early. Jack, let me type this. Jack off. J-A-C-K space O-H. FF. So if you're a Patreon subscriber, I think this story's on Patreon. I wrote a story earlier this year called Jack or Jill or Jack and Jill off. Um, but there was no character explicitly named Jack off. But I'm reusing that because as a creator, one of the best things you can do if you're stuck is just rehash old ideas. But I mean, Maybe don't come up with a million fucking remakes and sequels. Just take an idea and uh, or, or steal someone else's idea and transform it so that you can't tell where it came from. And then it's your own idea because that's uh, every artist does that. Even Shakespeare talks about that. I don't know the exact quote, but I know I read it one time many years ago. And then there's that book by Austin Kleon, Steal Like an Artist. Uh, that, that book was pretty, um, informative when I read it in, in college. And then I, I kind of like remembered him a while back and looked him up online and he lives here in Austin and I can't say I'm the biggest fan of the man. It seemed kind of annoying, but don't tell him I said that. Uh, okay. So yeah, I have a story called Jack and Jill off. 
you can find it. I, I think I'm pretty sure it's on Patreon because I'm pretty sure I made it a Patreon exclusive. And I've got a few other short stories there. So if you want to read these like short stories I've written, they're usually pretty fucking funny. I must say, uh, you must become a donor at patreon.com slash that thing with James. If you want access to those things. And also if you want to help, a, help, help a guy out. Okay. So let's, let's quit fucking around. I've been putting this shit off all day. I'm putting it off right now. Okay. I'm going to write now. This is the creative process. I'm staring at a blank page with a blinking cursor and the name Jack off was a 35 year old man who lived in a city. His name, his name would have been Jack Jackoff. <laughs> but the fascists at Ellis Island stole half of his deserved half of half of his name half of his last name and half of his heritage when his great grandmother moved to the United States back in the, uh, let's see here, 1890s? Yeah, let's say 1890s. 1890s. Actually, fuck it. Let's make a specific year. 1890-12. Let's make, I want to make this as dumb as possible. 1890-12. That's an actual year, didn't you know? Okay, so we've got a character, Jack Off. And uh, so to create a story, I want it to be a comedy of some type. Mm. So we've got a character. And the way to create a story is to give the character a need. And uh, I don't know shit about this character yet, other than he's, his name should be Jack Jack Off. Uh, but you have a character... And then you create a need, so or or an objective. So that character has an objective, and then you have to figure out why does that person have that need? Like, what's their objective? Why do they want to achieve that objective? Why now? And what do they have to lose if they don't get? If they don't achieve their objective? So that's creating a need or an objective for a character. Enter the next element, an obstacle. So that's where the drama kind of comes up is that um, your character has an objective but runs into an obstacle that is making it more difficult for them to get that objective. Um, and then we don't know if the character is going to achieve the objective or not, but the drama plays out. Even if it's in a comedy, the drama plays out or the conflict plays out 
in the way that the character deals with the obstacle. So let's create a need. Let's say Jackoff wants to get a glass of water because he's severely hungover. Okay, uh, let's just write these notes out, all right? So, Jack off wants to acquire a glass of water because he is very hungover and thus dehydrated. Boom. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> hmm. Why does he need it now? Um, let's see here. Oh, what if he, what if he starts hallucinating? So he has, he, he needs the water because he's dehydrated, but he also has to take his pills to keep him from hallucinating. Yes, because he can't dry swallow. So, so that's why he needs it now. And he's supposed to take it by noon every day. So, okay, let's put that down. Jack needs the water, not just because he's thirsty, but because, <laughs> because he has to take his pill every day at noon. Uh, he can't dry swallow the pill. Swalled, dry swalled. Swallow the pill. And the only kind of pill swallowing liquid he finds palatable. How do you spell palatable? Like that is water. Okay. So we've got Jackoff was a 35 year old man who lived in a city. His name would have been Jack Jackoff, but the fascists at Ellis Island stole half of his name and half of his heritage when his great grandmother uh, moved to the United States back in the 18, uh, 1890, 12. The reason the the American fascists, uh, the reason the American fascists stole the Jack from Jack off was because they said it was too ethnic and the uh, Jack off family would have an easier time surviving <clears throat> the mean streets s not s <laughs> spelled streets s-t-r-e-a-t-s uh that's not how you spell streets that's streets 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 of city United States. The city is called City, but I'm basing it off of New York. But there's an Ellis Island in, in, in City as well as in New York City. 
the mean streets of city city. Yeah. Let's call it city city. Uh, who lived in a city, but not just any city, the biggest city in the U S city city, but not just any city. He lived in city city, the biggest city in the U S of America. The U.S. of America. Yeah, I'm going to start calling it that. Yo, uh, where are you from? I'm from Denver, Colorado, in the U.S. of America. <laughs> okay. Jack Off was a 35-year-old man who lived in a city, but not just any city. He lived in City City, the biggest city in the U.S. of America. His name would have been Jack Jackoff, but the fascists said Ellis Island stole half of his last name and half of his heritage when his great-grandmother moved to the United States back in 1812. The reason the American fascists stole the Jack from Jackoff was because they said it was too ethnic, and the Jackoff family would have an easier time surviving the mean streets of City City, United States. Uh, the mean streets of City City, with a more American name like Off. City, with a more American uh, name like off it sounds more patriotic they said to lori <laughs> jackoff is that it sounds more patriotic they said to lori jackoff I need a better name than Lori for Lori Jackoff. For, so great, great grandma Jackoff. Um, <clears throat> to great, great grandma Jackoff. Come on, man. Think of a good name. What's a funny name? Uh, what? <laughs> what if her name's Wet Jackoff? <laughs> Wet. <laughs> what about Sloppy? <laughs> I, uh, okay, uh, so I'm basing this sort of loosely off of my heritage um, because I'm uh, part Polish and my great-grandma on my mom's side uh, emigrated from Poland to the United States uh, like a year or maybe months before uh the full outbreak of World War One. So she was she's Polish, and she was born and raised in Poland. She was a Polish woman, but she came to the states with Austrian papers, because by the time she left Poland, it had been uh, taken over by Austro-Hungary, which was a state of its own, you know, Austria-Hungary. It was Austro-Hungary, as I've talked about in the uh, episode a while back, one of the New Age Nazis episode, um, when I was covering World War One. Mm. Okay. Uh, so we got to come up with a name for her. So we've got Wet Jackoff, we got Sloppy Jackoff, um, how can 
I want to give it like some sort of like a Eastern European kind of a first name. Um, uh, Lydia. Um, what's a what's a Eastern European name? Let me see. I'm gonna look up common common Polish name first name female common Polish first names female. We have Zuzana, Lena, Maja or Maya, Zofia, Hannah, Amelia, Alexandra. Ooh, I like that. Alicia, L-I-C-J-A. These are beautiful names. Let's see. Come on, baby. Load. I want to see some more names. Uh, Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Iga. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> I-G-A. Iga Jackoff. <laughs> okay. They said to Iva. Iva Jackoff. Jack off. Jack's great grandmother. I say great great grandmother before, just great. Yeah, great grandmother, like like my own. Uh, okay, Jackoff was a thirty-five-year-old man who lived in a city, but not just any city. He lived in City City, the biggest city in the U.S. of America. His name would have been Jack Jackoff, but the fascists at Ellis Island stole half of his last name and half of his heritage when his great grandmother moved to the United States back in eight. In 1892, the reason the American fascists stole the Jack from Jackoff was because they said it was too ethnic sounding, and that the Jackoff family would have an easier time surviving the mean streets of City City with a more American name like Off. It sounds more patriotic, they said to Iva Jackoff, Jack's great grandmother. You know, like a good church worship American flag. Uh, you know, like a good church worshiping American flag person. <laughs> okay, this is so fucking stupid. And I want it to be so stupid. So I think I'm doing okay so far. It sounds more patriotic, they said to Iva Jackoff, Jack's great-grandmother. You know, like a good church-worshiping American flag person. Here in America, we value um, changing you. Here in America, in America, we value changing other people's cultures. Uh, we value changing other people's cultures kind of like Rome uh, kind of like the ancient Roman Empire but less classy like the that's not how you spell like L-I-E-K like the ancient Roman Empire the Holy Roman Empire fuck that kind of like the Holy Ro Holy Roman Empire but not so 
pagan. Are you one of them pagan Catholics? Are you one of them pagan Catholics? Ida replied, or Iva, uh, Iva Jackoff. Iva replied, God bless America. God bless America. Because that was the only English she knew. Because uh, that was the only English. Uh, let's see. That was the only English language phrase she knew. Yeah, let's do that. Only English language phrase she knew. Okay. So, uh, we've got a little bit. Uh, this is a first draft. I'm going to try to knock this thing out within the next few days because Christmas is coming up and I, I want to send this off in the mail. And uh, I usually wait until the last minute to do Christmas shopping online, which requires um, waiting for stuff to ship. I usually wait until pretty late just because I, I don't know. It's a procrastination thing, maybe getting stuff for the holidays for people. And uh, as I mentioned before, I've been having a hard time focusing on a lot of stuff, this, especially this far into this year. Uh, and getting, you know, gifts or creating gifts for people is no exception. Yeah, I've still got to, got to get some stuff. Fuck. Okay. You know what? I am going to have a drink of water and I'll be right back because that's part of this, my creative process is getting up, moving around, do little bits of work at a time, little bursts, sit down, little burst, sit back down and just do that over and over until, uh, until it just feels right to stop, but it's not time to stop yet. So I'm doing little bursts and by watching this creative process, hopefully it inspires you to do some creative stuff maybe you've been putting off from doing. Maybe if you want to write, if you've just been thinking about it for a long time and never did it, maybe you're intimidated, maybe you don't know what to expect. Well, um, here's me. <laughs> okay, I'll be right back. Okay, so that was good. Refreshing. Got up, had, a, had some water. All right. I'm going to take this moment to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I have a, a Patreon set up for this show. If you're a regular to the show, you already know this. Um, but if you are able to, it would be a huge, huge help if uh, you are able to, if you have the spare dollars, it doesn't have to be a lot, but um, you're very welcome to become a donor at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Um, your donations help keep the lights on, help keep me driven to keep the show going. Hopefully, hopefully you get something out of this show, be it entertainment. Maybe you're just laughing at me struggling <laughs> to do this show. Uh, or, or if you find the show useful and entertaining, hopefully educational. Um yeah, if, if you're able to, 
uh, please become a donor again at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Uh, if you don't have any money to spare, kind of like me or a lot of other people any other year, but especially this year, uh, another way you can help me if you haven't done so already is by subscribing to the show. Uh, for the audio listeners, uh, hit the subscribe button on the whatever application you're using to listen to podcasts. Um, also, you know, you can like rate it uh, five stars only. That's the only number you can use and leave a shining review where you confess your undying love to me. And then for the YouTube people, if you haven't done so already, smash that subscribe button, strike that like button, write a good comment, not just a good comment, but an exemplary comment, uh, in which you also confess your undying love for me unrequited love, I should also note. Uh, and for all of you, share the show with your friends. I've uh, been doing this show for almost two years, and I I love doing it. I, I, uh, I'm very grateful to the donors I already have on patreon.com slash that thing with James. Uh, and, you know, I, I just want to keep the show going, and I'd love to to grow it and keep making it better. And if you have suggestions, if you have questions, if you have a suggestion for a subject, a story, a topic to cover on the show, uh, or if you are in need of advice, I love giving advice. Uh, <laughs> you can email me at that thing with James at gmail.com. You could also slide into my DMS on Instagram and Twitter where my handle is at James J. Asher. Uh, so, oh yeah. And also, if you become a Patreon subscriber, you get access to short stories like the dumb one I'm writing right now. The one that kind of inspired the name for this character, Jack Off. Speaking of names, uh, I've uh, thought of a better name than just Iva Jack Off. Her name is Ivana. So where did I put that? They said to... Ivana Jackoff. <laughs> Ivana Jackoff replied, God bless America, because that was the only English language phrase she knew. Okay, so that's that's enough backstory. Let's get back to writing out. Let's let's create uh, some bones for this story, and then it'll be easier to riff on something. All right. So um and, and also when you're writing definitely create some kind of bones, some kind of loose structure for it. And I, I'm not the biggest fan of outlining myself. Uh, it was, I fucking hated outlining for papers in, in school. Uh, and then for creative writing, I find that it actually is kind of helpful now that I'm a bit older. <laughs> um, yeah, create, create some kind of frame in which to paint your picture and, uh, and then as you go along, don't be, you know, hung up on the outline. It can change, change it as much as you want. Uh, go full fucking, uh, stream of consciousness if you want, or just flat out stream of consciousness. But as a person who has experimented with about, uh, 2000 pages of stream of consciousness one year, um, it does help to have a little bit of structure. So what we're doing here is we're going to continue creating structure. So we have Jack off wants to acquire, let's say needs, um, needs 
to acquire a glass of water because he is very hungover and thus dehydrated. Jack needs the water not just because he's thirsty, but because he has to take a pill every day at noon. He can't dry swallow the pill, and the only kind of pill-swallowing liquid he finds palatable is water. The reason he needs the pill is because it's an anti-hallucinatory or anti-psychotic. See, the reason he needs the pill is because it keeps him from hallucinating. He's a little schizophrenic, but it's something else. (laughs) But it's not schizophrenia, it's something else. Doctors aren't sure what, but they found some kind of pill that keeps him from hallucinating. Uh, Let's see here. What if he starts hallucinating his great-grandma, Ivana Jackoff? Uh, Let's see here. Okay, so we've got a we've got a need. He needs to take his pill because if he doesn't, then he'll start hallucinating. And if he starts hallucinating, uh, he makes poor choices. He tends to gamble. Okay, uh, keep him from hallucinating. The reason we don't he doesn't want to hallucinate is because he makes poor reason. Reason he doesn't want to hallucinate is because it tends to lead him to make poor choices, such as, such as, let's let's see, what's a funny choice? I'm thinking adopting a dog, I'm thinking bowling, but the first thought was gambling. And there's a great uh, Zen Buddhist saying that I try to apply as much as possible. First thought, best thought. So um, tends to lead him to make poor choices, namely gambling. He gambles on dumb shit. Gambling. He gambles on dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. But when he's hallucinating, he gambles on dumb shit. But every time he gambles when he's hallucinating, he fucking wins big. (laughs) But his winnings are always... Let's see. Uh, He gambles on dumb shit. And when he gambles on dumb shit while hallucinating, he always wins. Last year, let's see, last year, Jack won a chicken coop replete with six chickens. Chicken coop replete with six chickens. It took up all the space in his small apartment. Uh, Let's see, yeah. The coop left little room in his small apartment, but (laughs) 
He didn't mind. Because. He didn't mind because. He had basically unlimited access to eggs. Basically unlimited access to eggs. And those eggs... And, and, and oh yeah so he sells the eggs and that's how he makes his living so let's write that down he sells the eggs to pay for his bills and other stuff let's say just make a living to make a living these are still notes right we're working this out together alone <clears throat> okay so, again, we're getting off track here a bit. We've got a lot of world building here, but we need a story. And uh, let's see here. Jack Kerouac uh, is not the name I was trying to think of. Kurt Vonnegut, um, one of his pieces of advice for writers is always start the story as close to the end as you possibly can. And always include enough information so that the reader could finish the story themselves. Say, if their dog ate the book when they were only halfway through reading it. Um, and he said that's better than just, you know, suspense for suspense's reason. You know, that... that keeps you from creating some kind of cheap suspense. And that's also, I say, quite similar to the uh, the bomb under the table thing. I, I, I think that's what it's called. I'm not exactly sure. But it is a uh, strategy that um, Alfred Hitchcock used in his films. Example, um, so you have the camera. It shows a bomb with a clock. It's a ticking time bomb. And it pans out a bit. It is taped to the bottom of a table. The camera pans out more. There are two people sitting at the table. And then, so you've got the characters having their own uh, character conflict between each other. But then you also have the added suspense, the added conflict of, do they know that there is a bomb under the table? Are they going to finish whatever they're doing and get out before the bomb goes off? Um, that's a good way to create not cheap suspense. It's good suspense. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about all this advice shit I've read from other people. And I'm just stalling on making this. Okay. Uh, la la. Damn, I've been recording for 40 minutes. All right. So before the end of this episode, I, I'm definitely not going to have this thing completely written out, but I will have a complete damn outline and arc for this story. Okay. So he wakes up um, hungover because it's the day after his birthday. Jack wakes up hungover because uh, the night prior, he celebrated his birthday. Uh, let's see here. 
He so he he needs some water because he's intensely thirsty. Uh, he wakes up in his apartment. But let's see. Let's let's tie something in with one of the chickens. Oh yeah. Okay. Here we go. Um, he wakes up covered in chicken shit. Um, chicken shit and wood wood shavings. Is that what lines the bottom of chicken coop? And wood chicken shit wood shaving chicken shit down feathers and wood chips aka <laughs> aka in the middle of the chicken coop aka um aka his living room Okay, what if instead of hallucinating, what if he just goes manic? I wonder what that would do. Maybe um, maybe it's a combination of mania and hallucination because I, I know um, there can be like schizoaffective, um, you know, bipolar, right? You know, because like major depression can cause a person to hallucinate or can can cause a schizoaffective disorder. So why couldn't intense mania? Okay, so we've got that. So yeah, he's got mania and hallucinations. So keeps him from hallucinating and becoming manic. So this guy's mentally ill. Uh, and that is always a perfect element for comedy is a severely mentally ill person having a uh an episode so to speak i, I don't know if that's the pc term for that anymore but jack is going to have jack off is going to have an episode and do something crazy so he wakes up hungover because of the night prior he celebrated his birthday. He wakes up covered in chicken shit, down feathers, and wood chips, a.k.a. in the middle of the chicken coop, a.k.a. in the middle of his living room. Um, he looks at the clock. The clock... Ooh, okay, so let's say he wants to look at the clock, but um, he lost his watch. Uh, okay, so he tries to find the time. Find the time, but his, but he never bothered to set the clock on his microwave. Never bothered to set the clock on his microwave the eternal 12 o'clock blinking microwave 12 o'clock blinking microwave and uh, let's see here but he never bothered to set the clock on his microwave he doesn't own a watch 
Let's see, I'm gonna hit the mic. Sorry about that. He doesn't. Uh, doesn't. How the fuck do you spell? Docent. <laughs> he doesn't own a watch, and his cell phone is missing. Okay. All right. So he's thirsty, so he tries to get. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. So he's thirsty, and he he goes to the kitchen sink to. Uh, draw some water from the faucet, but it doesn't work. Um, because let's see here. One of the chickens had gone rabid and used its beak to fuck up the faucet real good. <clears throat> and he doesn't have a bathroom. Uh, so, so um, let's see. Let's just say the water's shut off. Okay, yeah, so, okay, we've got a rabbit chicken that gets out, and, um, ooh, okay, so it gets into the whole buildings, the whole apartment building's water supply with its nasty chicken shit feet, and gets, like, some kind of, like, uh, you know, that cat toxosis, whatever, but, like, a chicken toxosis, <laughs> okay, yeah, um, He's thirsty and tries to uh, draw water from faucets, but no water gets out. What if the what if the chicken what if the toxosis spreads throughout like uh, his neighborhood? So okay, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves just yet. His cell phone is missing. Missing. He's thirsty, tries to draw water from the faucets, but uh, wa but not water gets out. <laughs> uh, tries to draw water from the faucets, but no water comes. So he doesn't know this yet. Doesn't know yet. But one of his chickens... Let's come up with a name for the chicken. Um, Bell. Let's see. Fabio. Mm, let's see. I'm coming up with a better name here. Chicken name. Stupid, stupid chicken name. Let's come up with uh, Cowfoot. No. Uh, pill Planter. Rings. I'm just looking at shit on my desk here. Books. Catch-22. Let's see. Chicken, Celine Dion. I don't have a Celine Dion disc or album on my desk. I just got Journey to the End of the Night by Celine on my desk. I don't listen to Celine Dion. Quit judging me. Look, I'm serious. No, 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 no. I fuck off with that. I no, I don't I don't listen to Celine Dion. I don't listen to Mariah Carey. I don't listen to that stuff. Look, oh, methinks the man doth protest too much no i'm telling you the truth i've got i've got the book right here look i'm gonna pull this shit out viewers you're about to see something i don't know if let's see uh is the is the lamp like glaring on it it says celine there right right there um i'm not showing you my celine dion album 
That's embarrassing. <laughs> got the noise gate on this. These fucking idiots can't hear that. Okay, so yeah, I've got Celine here. Uh, one of his chickens. Celine Dion. Went rabid. Uh, rabid. Caught rabies. Rabies and went on a manic rampage similar to what Jack is going to end up doing. I just thought of that. Is going to end up doing. I also just realized that this is kind of, that storyline is a little derivative of my favorite fucking book, but I don't care because I don't know that I'm putting this out for publication, but I'm going to submit this to this um, person that I'm related to who requested I write a story as a Christmas gift because, well, uh, I still feel fucking cheap, but I don't have a lot of money this year. So they, they said, just just write something. Like last year, they requested I write something. So I wrote something, and they, they liked it. Um, and so that's the plan again this year. And so, uh, but this year, the, the story is going to be a lot different. The last one was very kind of, uh, it was pretty moody. Um, pretty moody. This one's going to be fun, but yeah, this is sort of a, he's going to go on a rampage. It's very similar. Well, just the idea of the main character getting set up to go on a mad manic rampage sounds very similar to what happens to, oh, the main character of my favorite book by Kurt Vonnegut, Breakfast of Champions. Um, not giving anything away, but he ends up biting his son's finger off in that book. Uh, seriously, I'm not giving it away. Vonnegut says it right at the beginning of the book. Well, uh, in the first chapter or two. Hmm. Okay, so Celine Dion caught rabies. It went on a manic rampage. Uh, caught rabies, went on a manic rampage. <sighs> and somehow... Wait, what was that beep? I thought I heard a beep. I'm still hearing a beep. What is that? Fucking weird. Okay. Uh, went on a manic rampage and ruined somehow and somehow infected the neighborhood water supply with ch chick chicken foot talentoxosis chicken talentoxosis yeah there we go with chicken talon tox toxoplasmosis toxoplasmosis yeah chicken talon tox yeah unless toxosis that's better toxosis how does one spell toxosis? What is this going to say? Toxic. Toxosis. I think I spelled that right. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm making the word up. Chicken talon toxosis. So no one can get any water. No one can get water. Get water. All right. Jack goes down to the bodega. Um. um 
to the bodega that lives on the first floor of his building. The first floor of his apartment building. Um, and then, let's see. Jack goes down to the bodega that lives on the first floor of his apartment building. He tries to buy water. Tries to buy water. But there is none to buy. Everyone, it's all sold out. But there's none to buy. The water is all sold out. Okay. Let me stretch my legs for a second. Be right back. Well, that turned out to be a little bit longer break than just getting some water and going pee. I I just ate some some pizza. I had most of a, a big pretzel, like one of the juicy big pretzels, stuffed with cheese and pepperoni. I had a good sized Caesar salad or Kaiser salad, if you want to pronounce it correctly. Yes, Caesar, like Julius Caesar. That's that word is actually pronounced Kaiser. Why? I don't, because English is a dumb language. And watch some cartoons. And I'm feeling a little sleepy now. Plus, we're like a little over 50 minutes in, I think, on this episode. So I'm just going to wrap this up real quick. Um, I don't know how this is going to turn out. This was an experiment. This is an avant-garde podcast episode-ish. Avant-garde-ish, I suppose. It's been an experiment, and I was watching a little bit of it before, while I was taking the break, and the clicky-clack of the keys, I love the sound of just, like, typing on a typewriter or just a keyboard. Um, oh, God, that reminds me. One time, um, when I used to be working in a restaurant, um, I befriended one of the cooks. Actually, I was always friends with the cooks. I always got along better with the, with the kitchen staff than the front of house staff. Front of house was a bunch of bitches. But the kitchen folk... Uh, we got along fine. And I went out to the bar with this dude from, um, not, not Philly from, oh fuck. What's the other city in Pennsylvania? Uh, there's a book about it. What the fuck? I may be a little stoned right now, so I can't really recall. What's the, yeah, what's the other Pennsylvania city besides Philly? A dude from Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. Well, I told him I write. And he, sa he said he writes. Um, and he's like, yeah, I told him I write. And he's like, what kind of typewriter do you use? And I said, wait, what? He said, what kind of typewriter do you write on? And I said, uh, Microsoft Word. The fuck was that? Was that a dog or a crazy person screaming outside? Oh, how perfect. There's just a crazy person screaming outside. Maybe you heard it. Maybe the mic picked it up, which uh, it's great because I'm, I'm writing this story about a crazy person, not on a typewriter, um, much to the disappointment of my old coworker. Uh, <laughs> he's funny. Uh, I guess if you write, you got to do it on a typewriter. If you're not typing on a typewriter, then you're not writing. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> All that cheese and, and pepperoni grease. All that cheese and roni grease. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Uh, what was I going to say? I have a birthday coming up. So I am recording this episode on December 5th, year 2020, Saturday, December 5th, uh, at it's currently 8.54 p.m. Central Time, U.S. of America. And this episode will come out uh, the coming Friday. So that'll be, let's see, the 11th, I think, maybe something like that. Let's see, let's see. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So that's six. Yeah, six plus five is 11. I think, yes, yes, six plus five is 11. And and that's when this episode's coming out. And then the following, I think, Tuesday, December 15th is my birthday. I'm turning 33. So I'm dedicating this episode to myself because... uh Fuck it. This will be my birthday episode. And also me knocking two birds out with one stone. Uh, or, or is it killing them? See, my instinct is much more kind. Uh, it's just knocking birds out with a stone. Don't kill it. Just knock two of them out with one stone. When you're working on a Christmas gift for someone. And you're recording your podcast because you're you want to get better at getting one out every week. Uh, and then, which, if I, I feel like, uh, I'm not going to go there. Uh, and, but I'm also doing the um, birthday. It's a birthday episode. So let's review, shall we? Let's let's wrap this fucker up. Um, clearly not going to finish this whole story. Um, but I think I've got a very good foundation on what to go on here. So let's review what we've written thus far. Jack Off was a 35-year-old man who lived in a city, but not just any city. He lived in City City, the biggest city in the U.S. of A. His name would have been Jack Jackoff, but the fascists at Ellis Island stole half of his last name and half of his heritage when his great-grandmother moved to the United States back in 1890 The reason the American fascists stole ha- uh, Jack from Jackoff was because they said it was too ethnic-sounding, and the Jackoff family would have an easier time surviving the mean streets of City City with a more American name like Off. It sounds more patriotic, they said to Ivana Jackoff, Jack's great-grandmother. You know, like good church-worshipping American flag people. Here in America, we value changing other people's cultures. Kind of like the Holy Roman Empire, but not so pagan. Are you one of them pagan Catholics? Ivana Jackoff replied, God bless America, because that was the only English language phrase she knew. And then basically we get into some notes here. Jackoff needs to acquire a glass of water because he's very hungover and dehydrated. Jack's, Jack needs the water not just because he's thirsty, but because he has to take a pill every day at noon. And he can't dry swallow this pill. He always spits it up. He's not able to. And the only kind of pill-swallowing liquid he can find palatable, specifically for swallowing the pill, is water. 
The reason he needs the pill is because it keeps him from uh, becoming manic and hallucinating. Uh, and the reason he doesn't want to be manic and hallucinate is because when he when he is those things, he it tends to lead him to make poor choices like gambling, gambling on dumb shit and winning dumb prizes. And the weird thing is, any time he gambles while he's manic and hallucinating, he always wins. If only he made better, better gambles. He always wins stupid shit. For example, last year, Jack won a chicken coop replete with six chickens. The coop left little room in his small apartment, but he didn't mind because he had basically unlimited access to eggs. He sold those eggs to pay for his bills and lifestyle. Uh, so yeah, he, he accepted the chicken coop and it's taken up most of the room in his apartment in City City. Uh, Jack wakes up hungover because the night prior he celebrated his birthday. He, he wakes up covered in chicken shit, down feathers, and wood chips, a.k.a. in the middle of the chicken coop, a.k.a. in the middle of his living room. He tries to find, figure out what time it is, but he never bothered to set the clock on his microwave, the eternally 12 o'clock blinking microwave. He doesn't own a watch, and thus his cell phone is missing. Uh, oh yeah, and his cell phone is missing. He can't find it. So he can't figure out the time. So he doesn't know it's noon. Or, or he, he doesn't know what time it is. He doesn't know it's about to be noon. He's thirsty. So he tries to draw some water from the kitchen faucet. But nothing happens. And then he tries to draw water from the bathroom faucet. No water. Same goes for the bath. The bath. Uh, let's say shower. It's a smaller apartment. He's got a shower stall. Um, no water comes anywhere and he doesn't know yet, but one of his chickens, one named Celine Dion caught rabies and went on a manic rampage similar to what Jack is going to end up doing and, and somehow ended up infecting the neighborhood water supply with chicken talon toxosis. So no one can get water because the whole, whole neighborhood is shut down from water. Uh, and so Jack, in search of water, just because he's thirsty and doesn't have anything else to drink, uh, he goes down to the bodega that lives on his first floor apartment building. He tries to buy some water, but there's none to buy. The water is all sold out. Now, if he's just trying to quench his thirst, then, hmm, let's say, okay, let's say Jack... He gets down to the bodega, but before the water's all sold out. So let's go, let me move these wires. Let's go dot, 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 because we got to resolve this weird, weird plot hole before, before he can buy water, he sees the clock in the bodega. The time reads 11.07, not 11-7, 11.07 a.m. 
he realizes he has 53 minutes before he has to take his pill. This is that it's in 53 minutes he has to take his pill. So that's he tries to buy water, but it's all out. But it's all out. Okay, so all right, that's just more process stuff going on. Let's back up even further, like I've been trying to do, but I keep coming up with details. Let's back up and figure out. Okay, so Jack is not going to take his pill. Jack will not be able to take his pill. So, as the day goes on, he will become more and more manic. Become, he will become more manic. Uh, and then I'll figure out some other bullshit details just to justify <laughs> uh, plot holes and stuff. I'm a harsh critic of uh, stories, especially horror stories, um, where the writers just contrive some bullshit to create drama or, you know, cheap drama, uh, cheap suspense, cheap conflicts. Um, you can have those things, but at least cover all the other details like in real life, say one person is, you know, going to go to this place and the, and their friend who's away just realized, oh shit, um, that place that my friend is going to is a bad place to go. But say like a cheap, cheap suspense would be, um, well, and also these two characters have cell phones that are fully charged and work. And maybe they're even using it talking to other people like, you know, say the script, the, the one person goes to the bad place and then their friend is just like, oh no, I hope they're not going to go to the bad place. I hope they realize it's a place you don't want to be. And then the friend gets there and is like, oh no, this place is bad. I shouldn't be here. You know, that whole issue could have been resolved if someone just texted or called the other person. And there's a lot of movies where they just pull some silly bullshit like that. Where as a viewer, you're watching this, like they're both just using their phones. They should have just, you know, warned each other. Now I know that's a straw man. I'm just making this up, but I start looking for it, especially in horror movies, start looking for little simple shit where you're like, why don't they just do this? Why don't they just do this? Like it would be scarier in a, in a horror movie if you have actually competent people who still get fucked over. Like even like making good, competent choices still isn't enough to keep them from getting the horror. The horror. Oh my God, I figured it out. Okay, so what's going to happen here is I'm seeing like a trajectory between Jack and Celine Dion, the chicken. So, okay, so Jack is, it's going to mention earlier that um, 
Jack only has six chickens. But there will be a scene where Jack is counting the chickens and he counts six, but he says, this is after he's already starting to go a little cuckoo kachoo. He's like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, I'm missing one. <gasps> where? <gasps> Celine Dion. She's gone. And then, okay, so it turns out, as, as Jack gets more and more crazy, he he starts hallucinating that he's a chicken. The seventh chicken, Celine Dion. And he starts, maybe he gets rabies and then ends up, um, see, uh, polluting the neighborhood water supply on accident. And then, uh, and then it just like starts over. It's loopy. What if the story is from, Jack's, Jack's perspective, somehow. I kind of want to keep it a third-person omniscient narrative, or, or yeah, narrator. Um, hmm, maybe. I'm just gonna put that down as a maybe, and then probably log out of here. Okay, I'll make it as a question. Does Jack off turn? Oh, not burn. Turn into a chicken named Celine Dion and end up uh, accidentally polluting the the neighborhood you smell that neighborhood water supply is this a circular thing Sir, what a thing. I don't know, but I will figure it out. Period. Save. Okay, well, this has been episode 89. I hope, or 89. <laughs> uh, this is episode 82. I hope it has been watchable and listenable and i will see you in the next episode and before i go i'd like to remind you yet again uh if you want to become a patron you can do so at patreon.com uh if you are not subscribed please subscribe and share the show with everyone you know i love you bye bye catch you on the flip side in the next episode